0: Hello there, welcome back to the second part of the Know Your Bankers series and with us is Ittira Davis. In this session, he tells us what all has really fructified in terms of numbers for Ucheevan Small Finance Bank and in his capacity of MDN CEO, where he would want to take the long term vision for Ucheevan. Listener. What I would also like to understand from you is that uh, your share of non-MFI Loans have been coming down, but uh, the regulator would want to you know see it at a much lower number. There is one of your closest fears which is having it at nineteen percent. What is your comfort zone? Where would you want your MFI versus non-MFI book to be? Let's say in about three years, or let's say before you transition into a bigger bank, uh, to put it that way. And uh, do you also find the way uh, MFI as a space changing from a banking perspective today? Changing in the sense. How much relevance does JLG in today's context have when as a bank you can do up to three loans and you have access to individual customers?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's interesting. Today, I would say if you look at the new portfolio in terms of credit quality, we are going back to pre-COVID days, which is fantastic. And even the portfolio which came in for stress, it is seeing a good steady recovery. So micro banking or micro finance is a good business. And uh, if it is managed well, you know it can produce the results. And
0: shortening of cycles does it bother
1: you. Sir. Shortening of which? Cycle?
0: The 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 stress cycles. What used to be five years is now becoming you know almost three years, and it's it's becoming a once and three years kind of a problem ever since demon happened. Is that something worrying you? And then there is the election, some political tension in some part of the country, which causes stress that that, that particular region.
1: See the MFI model today has to build in. Or you know, the, uh, the, the uh, regular things which are elections A sort of flooding in some area Some other natural disaster mm. And that is uh, part for the course If you don't build that in Then I think uh, you're going I
0: do think we have somebody to say this Itself means that the business has evolved a lot
1: Absolutely mm. And we have data We have so much of information mm-hmm. And we can prepare for it Now event like uh, COVID You know you cannot know Will it come every three years? If it does, I think there's more problem than this MFI business or whatever. <laughs>
0: so
1: I think that is a one-off, a black swan, or whatever you want to call it. So, so. so I think uh, for that, definitely nobody is prepared. And you do have to, experiences are good. We have built up the experience, we use it. But let's look at the normal course. Flood here, you know, elections there, that's all built into our model today. And we are prepared how to react to that, which is why we are there in 25 states. We are not concentrated in one of, that one of the decisions we took early in the care, that we will be across the country, so that no particular area, unless it's a national problem, is going to affect us to that degree. Best is to make sure that we don't have anything more than 15% in any location. So that is one of the parts of the module. So that that has been done well. Now, what is the ideal mix? Which you were saying that uh, you know, uh, you know, between uh, MFI uh, slash unsecured, mm-hmm. secure? I, I would say, you know, if you look at it, the MFI portfolio gives us a lot of flexibility. Why were we able to on August in August so last year when the interest rates started rising? We, in our Alco, we decided that this is not going to stop with one or two uh, moves by RBI. It is a cycle. So, we have to be prepared for it. Because we had the net interest margins which were there from microfinance, we took a bold decision and said 7.5. At that time, 7.5 was a little higher than what we what others were offering. We said we are ready to offer that, but our business model allows it. And, you know, the mobilization of deposits was important to continue our growth. So that is something. That is the flexibility which we have, which very few others have. You know, oh. So that that is very important to understand. From the I think, uh,
0: is yeah. that also why right? some of the large banks are beginning to chase MFI as a portfolio. Everybody wants to do at least ten percent of MFI business today.
1: It, it's if you manage it properly, then it's a good business to be in. Sure. So I think uh, you know we have uh, we have been in this business since two thousand and five. We have done some you know groundbreaking work on it, mm. and I would say. Among the financialists, among the banks, we are among the best. Maybe some of the other MFIs are very specialized. We we, we are on top there among the best in the industry. So this is a business which we know about. I said, you know, the model that we have allows us to, you know, put all of these factors and you have to build those factors. You cannot say, you know, election, I'm going to get affected. Yeah, it is. You may get affected, but you know, you have to come out of it and you have to manage that situation. So that So that, that is very important. So idea and mix, Between uh, MFI and non-MFI I would say, you know, given that if we are looking to a universal bank license, which means a more balanced portfolio, uh, 60-40, 60 MFI. and we are moving in that way. By uh, 2026, we hope to get closer to the 60-40 mark from where we are. Now what has happened in the last year is that uh, we were in the recovery phase. Mm. And for us, the business which is best organized and which we know best is microfinance. So, which is why it went up towards 72 percent. Uh, this year we are trying to bring it down to 65. Uh, sorry, 66, 67, and slowly push it in another two years in year uh, towards 60. Now, whether 60, 40 is good or uh, 50, 50 is good. Once we get to the 60 percent mark, we can decide what is the best way <laughs> forward. But we are seeing, you know, as, as you rightly said. We are seeing a transition in the industry. This GLG model is good, it's an important basic starting starting point for any microfinance. But is that the be all and the end all? I don't think so. Uh, you know, once you have two or three cycles, there is history. And, and the customer needs also change. Because if mm-hmm. you're just going to be stuck in the GLD model, they will go as well. Because they are they're growing in stature, they are growing in their. Mm-hmm. So if you give yourself to GLD, they'll say, okay, you're a JLD-back, I'll go somewhere else. Mm. So we have evolved. And what better way to have your own credit history? I mean, we, we, we use our credit history plus the history from the rating agencies. Real- and, and, and we marry these two and we look at it. Now, of course, our have been with new rules about the household income. But interestingly, we were already doing household income even from before. One mm. of the few who started because we, bet, we felt that that was very important to understand the uh, you know commitments of the of, of our customer, you know what they were doing, whether there was any other source which will come to help. Well. If you look at it, that's like a GLD model within yes. the family. Yes. So so that way you you have got an indirect way of assessing that situation. Right. So we since we put that in place when RBI came with change of regulation, we had to change the uh, software and all that. But so we were already doing it. You know, in our assessment.
0: Oh, that also you a little bit of bandwidth too. Now you have gold loans, you have two weaned loans, etc. To cross-sell these products to the particular borrower or to the household. Yeah. Uh, But in that case, how do you keep a check on uh, whether you're over-leveraging, whether they're paying through their nose to cover interest in EMI?
1: Yeah, that's good because, uh, you know, we, we, we are finding that many of our customers, because we were not offering these products, we're going to others for it. And again, you have to look at it from the household. It's maybe the husband who's going to get it, the wife is our customer, and so on and so forth. So when you look at the household, why is it that we cannot also give these loans? Because we have the creditors. And uh, when we look at uh, total borrowing, over-leveraging and all that, we have to take total uh, you know, uh, commitments or total loans into consideration. So whether they take it from another bank or take it from us, it comes into the equation. So now we are seeing that uh, by offering these products, the customers also sometimes raise to ask us why are not giving, you know, gold loans or these two wheeler loads? So we said, okay, now you know, let's build up that expertise because these are secure products. It helps us uh, to build a balance on the secure and secure, mm. but with customers whom we know. And I think that that is that is a very important factor. And most credit history we have, so that is second in terms of second to none in terms of database.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, taking this a little forward, where do you find the product gaps right now at O G One? What are the products that you already have you want to strengthen? Let's say over the next two three years and over the medium term.
1: Yeah, see this uh, the launch of gold uh, loans and and mm-hmm. two wheeler is something that we have uh, we have been testing. So now we are putting in place a LOS system, loan operating system, which will allow us to do fully automate the front end and and marry it with a loan management system in the back end, which is again, uh, you know, uh, very technologically driven.
0: The um, quantity check, etc. is going to be done in-house or outsourced?
1: No, it will be done in-house. Okay.
0: At each front?
1: At, you know, I, we will try and do it centrally. I mean, the LOS will be done from certain centers. Uh, where which have been designated because we we are not doing it in every branch. Hopefully. We are choosing certain branches. We have started the gold loan in the south mm-hmm. certain branches, so they will be driven from the branch. The LOS, yes. the data will be all pushed in from the branch, and the gold will be stored by the in the branches themselves. Whereas in the case of the vehicle finance, we have chosen certain distributors and certain uh, you know places where we would be again. May be close to a branch, may not be close to a branch. But, you know, by looking at the credit location, looking at our customer base, we have chosen certain area. Most of these staff are off-road employees who will be using our own uh, uh, software, uh, LOS uh, Loan Operating System, and they will be entering the data from the distributor point so that we can then centrally assess this information and then, you know, the credit decision is taken by a rule engine. So that, that is the basis on which we will be working. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of uh, work is, is going in to make sure we set up the right systems. Mm-hmm. And a good example i give you here is that uh, last year, we went back to the drawing board as far as our affordable housing was concerned. Mm. We wanted to do it differently. We wanted to do it in a way that we could scale it up. And uh, both last year in terms of percentage growth and this year in percentage growth, our largest uh, loan growth is coming from affordable housing. Excellent. So so that way, the secured portfolio will, in, uh, using these sort of things will, will go up and then finally get to the balance that we are talking about. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we went back and now we have set up something called asset centers in the locations mm-hmm. where we have everything working together. We have the housing team, we have the legal team, we have the credit team We have a connection team, all sitting in one location. Mm. And that location then can cover a certain geography. We have set up one in Mysore, we have set up one in Mm Khoibathur. And looking, we are finalizing the process in Ahmedabad. So eventually, we will be in about 15, 16 centers through this process, which are going to be our core centers, and they will have a fairly good radius. But we will continue these in the smaller branches, because we don't want to lose the Tier 2 and Tier 3 where we have the presence. So, it's it's that combination of these two that will work. So, what we are doing is we are going, given the changes and the conditions in technology and everything else, we are going back to the drawing board. reassessing, coming up with a new model and then putting it. So, our housing now has been launched successfully. What we are now doing right now is the MSME portfolio. We are looking at the products, you know, and choosing the Secure or secure? Secure. MSME are full. uh, We we were, when we started, we were doing a little bit of unsecure. We have stopped that. Now our MSMA How
0: would you differentiate this from LAP?
1: Now, this part of this uh, used to be LAP, but now it's going to be all working capital and prime lab uh, where there is a customer involved with uh, business and LAP is a support for the... Mm-hmm. But the primary thing is the business. It has to be business-driven. Mm-hmm. And the security can come from a LAP or from any, uh, any other property. But uh, there has to be in the in the case of the short-term working capital, it's it's for its inventory, stocks, and receivables, mm. which will be financing. So that that product is now in the final stages, and we will launch it. Uh, These new pro, pro- project uh, products we're going to launch in the second half of the financial year.
0: Would it be for new to bank or uh, uh, new to credit?
1: It will be new to bank, new, new to bank, not to new to credit. We're not, going that
0: direction
1: and in that area we will be actually working with some fintechs Uh, we did we had a good relationship with one of the fintechs but when the fintech rules changed Mm -hmm. we had to pull back because uh, you know we couldn't uh, see eye to eye on the way forward Mm -hmm. so now the other one or two new fintechs that we are talking to new wheels are new to us Mm -hmm. uh, but they have already been in the business Mm -hmm. so they are following the RBI guidelines, right, as mm-hmm. far as we are concerned. So we see a partnership with them. And the customer, you know, basically, they what the the model implies is the customer is the bank's customer. We partner with them for sourcing, but the bank and the customer, you know, the cash going out and the cash coming in has to be between the bank and the customer. That's basically what RBI said in the revision. Of course, there are other aspects to it. But by and large, that is the important change. And um, our MSME portfolio, will really one of the ways in which we are going to grow that is through the fintech. Mm-hmm. In addition to our own direct uh, customers, which we so that is that So is, that is something that we are relaunching in the second half. That is our 22 23 relaunch. 22-23 relaunch was the holidays. And the new products that we are putting in place will also be launched in the second half, which is gold loans and vehicle vehicle financing has started already, but it will be fully uh, in the new avatar in in the second half. Mm. So through so these means, we will see our secured portfolio at easy and eventually by 26, we will have the 60-40 balance.
0: Great, having tested uh, three products, a uh, vehicle. Gold and affordable housing, affordable, particularly, are doing well. Uh, would you Would you have any sum up for uh, inorganic growth at this particular juncture? You're looking at anything. It's a
1: good good point. I think uh, any you know, inorganic gro- growth, for example, in, in a secure portfolio, will help us to get to these numbers faster. Uh, at this stage, we are not looking at anything. Uh, we are waiting for the reverse merger to be completed. Mm-hmm. Once the reverse merger is completed the board will deliberate of this and see if that is a better way to achieve these numbers, then, you know, that's possible. But but right now, we are not considering yes. it. But I'm not removed from, you know, it's not off the table.
0: You're looking at candidates.
1: No, no, we're not looking at anybody at this stage. I right. mean, know that it has to be in the direction of a secure portfolio. That we have at least identified. Sure. Uh, whether it's affordable housing or something else, that uh, we have to be determined by the board at that point.
0: When do you expect the gold reverse merger to come through? By when do you think that process is going to happen? And after that, is the logical uh, next direction applying for a universal backlash?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the uh, the last step is where we are for the reverse merger. Mm-hmm. What are the approvals that we approve yes. all of that. We have placed in with the NCLT. So NCLT is deliberating. They just finished the uh, summer recess. They have main, most of May they were close they are back to we are waiting for their response, initial response. Mm-hmm. So there are several steps in that, which uh, you know is is straightforward. Mm-hmm. So based on a certain timetable, we are hoping that by third quarter, mm-hmm. it would be completed. Because here it is, uh, we are not two separate companies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it is the holding company and the uh, mm-hmm. a, and the bank which is purging. Mm-hmm. So it, it is uh, already a shareholder was already there, yes. except that now. You know, shareholders, of the shareholder will become our shareholder. So that, that is, uh, I mean, you know, that number will have to be finally approved by the right. shareholders. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, based on uh, what you have seen, it looks like a fair, fair number. But that's the final process where, which will be cleared by shareholders. And then uh, the NCRD will give us the wire. So by third order is what we are expecting that to happen. And uh, if that happens, then, you know, next year is the uh, stage where we look at what to do next. Among uh, thing is, yes, uh, it gives us uh, clearance to apply for universal bank-wise uh, as one of the options. Uh, what else RBI would look for uh, are they looking for a more balanced portfolio? You know, those are the things that we we need to discuss with RBI at that point. In time.
0: So that's when you even get to the table with the regulator.
1: Yeah, in terms of you know it was uh, you know we have completed the reverse merger and uh, we have we reached a certain point. We we secured unsecured portfolio. What else needs to be done in that direction? And then then we'll take a call as to whether to do it then, wait for another year or two or whatever it is to get things in the right direction. But yes, eventually that has to be the way we move forward because as a universal bank, we will be able to do a lot more. The uh, capital requirements become better for us as well as also the PSL requirements. Having said that, if we have a large part of our portfolio on MFI we still continue to meet the even higher than what is required for a universal bank. So why... That is the direction, you know, we, we still believe that our focus is going to be the unserved and the other thing. We're not moving away from that focus. And I think uh, there are banks who have done that, uh, you know, stayed focused on the microfinance. So I think we can also, you know, stay in that direction. But what balance exactly, that only time will tell.
0: There are two other banks who have reached that stage of, you know, uh, asking for the license, you know, But uh we haven't seen much of action as such does it uh sort of in that way put a question in your head that you know whether it would really add substance to uh wanting to transition into a larger outfit without without even fifty thousand crore of a balance sheet or without even a lakh crore of balance sheet what size would having a certain size help you in the uh want to transfer i mean uh become larger
1: Oh, so size is important, but not the only thing. Look at profitability. Uh-huh. Look at all the ratios which we have today up to the 23 results have come out.
0: Yeah.
1: They're best in, best in the industry. You oh. in know, return on assets, return on equity, the CRAI ratios. So, and profitability, yeah. I don't think in, in the whole of India, there are more than 200 companies which have over 1,000 crores of profits. So uh, I think, uh, you know, just having a large balance sheet is not is, uh, certain minimum level may be required. You no, know, just like they put uh, even to be an SFB, you need a minimum. But beyond that minimum, uh, you know, you can be anything. As long as you manage the risk and you manage the whole thing in, in the right way. I think management is the important part. So I think overall, I mean, uh, is the quality rather than the quantity that in any of our business. I think maybe you know if you put fifty thousand, uh, we'll get to fifty thousand quite quite soon, because
0: mm-hmm.
1: we are already at thirty
0: thousand.
1: Mm-hmm. So if we grow at what we have said,
0: there are, on the other hand, there is a little skeptic about Nanseps growing too fast as well. Uh, fa- growth is not the buzzword even among shareholders these days. Um, that's one and. Uh, becoming uh, a a universal bank would mean that uh, you spend another two years in the transition process that you just did between 2016 to 2018. Uh, that's going to consume quite a lot of you know bandwidth internally as well. So, is that something uh, the the short term pain that you're willing to sort of stomach for a larger uh, reward?
1: I think the uh, approach from survey to universal bank uh, is not doesn't require. As much uh, resources as we did from an MFI to a SMB. Yes. Huh. So that uh, is not going to be much of a problem. Grow the balance sheet, you know, last year we grew 33%, um, mm-hmm. which is perhaps on the higher side. But uh, what we're looking at for the next year, for example, mm-hmm. is maybe slightly lower. You said 25% plus. So it can be anywhere between 25 and 33-year order to get year So that again is a reasonable. If we grow even at 25%, which is the lower end of the bat, or two years, we'll been uh, we are getting to the fifty thousand marks. So that I think is not is not an issue to get there If that is the cut off, right now there is no cut off being mentioned.
0: If there is enough
1: yeah. And uh, you know, the last license, universal you know, bind licenses we were given in twenty fourteen to IDFC and Bandhan So after that, whether it is transition from one type of bank to the other fresh. or a fresh license. We have not seen how. We are also waiting to see what happens. And if there's a guideline, then we follow that guideline. But uh, as of today, anybody on paper, anybody can apply as long as they you know meet the fit and proper conditions, mm. which which I think we do. Yeah, and if fifty thousand, then in two years we are there. Great. Yeah, it has to be uh, it has to be something that we are looking forward to, for all the reasons we mentioned. As we grow and in you know, more efficiency of capital. Uh, to be able to also look at the profitability going forward. And also, you know, once we have that status, even the cost of fund can, can come down a little bit more than where we are today. So, all of those are the pluses with the university buying license. But uh, we are happy to continue as an SFB. We are doing well. Uh-huh. And, and uh, you know, uh, for, for a few more years, if that is what the RBI wants us to do. Uh-huh. We are opening.
0: I think if you were to move out of the space, then uh, as a basket, this is going to become short, smaller and smaller. Yeah. Uh, something that I'd be not possibly... Uh,
1: yeah, because it's a specialized line. Yeah. They need to yeah. then decide how that specialized license is going to evolve. Mm. Uh, you know, If some new players are going to come into it, then uh, the bigger players just have to graduate into something else. Or you want to build a whole mm. new thing within just small finance. Whatever RBI feels is the right way to move forward. But today, you know, everybody's talking about fashion inclusion. And SFBs have made a difference. We now have about 7.7 million customers. Yes. And others have also there. When you add it all up, it makes a significant difference.
0: Uh, is SMB nice in something that has uh, worked, an experiment, a successful experiment, would you call it that way, to an organization? Or, or...
1: I think so, because you will be evaluating it on different parameters. Right. One is based on... With the
0: whole years back, people were writing you off, writing off this whole industry. This, it's, it's not going anywhere as a as an industry. Compared to that, do you see that, you know, it's gaining traction now?
1: Definitely, because uh, you see, uh, I'll, I'll let you go back to 1995. Oh. RBI gave some licenses, right? Half of those banks have disappeared. Mm. They are now, no longer in existence because all of them were absorbed, etc. They are in trouble. Mm. Uh, we, uh, 10 of us got licenses. We have gone through the worst period of COVID. We have come Yeah, so uh, All 10 of us are here today. Uh, in 23, 20 to 23, all of us are profitable. Mm. So unheard of, if you go back to the 1995 license. So in terms of uh, stability being around, in terms of survivability, we have proved that we are there. Mm. Now, the objective was financial inclusion. I think that box has been ticked even during COVID time. So I think uh, we have delivered on what we are supposed to do. So which is why I think we are now giving a couple more uh, participants the licenses. Uh, they have come from you know our from cooperative bank or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think they are open. They are accepting applications for that. And uh, some are talking about some payment banks moving into this license because it makes more sense. And also you know new entrants coming in. NBFC is converting. So there are constant, uh, you know, activity in terms of applications. Now, how many get approved is a different matter, but uh, the model I mean, looks like it is here to stay. Hmm. But if, is it a transitionary model or a permanent model? That's, you know, this is going to become a bigger space as we go on. No? We'll have to see what RBI is.
0: With that, it's a wrap on our podcast series with Mr. Itra Davis. We'll be back very soon with another banker for this one. Till then, it's your host, Hamsini Kartik signing off. Bye-bye.